0: With TikTok introducing ten-minute videos, I dare say it's become the vertical version of YouTube. Yes, I said that. I I, I say it with my chest. Welcome to the Simply Jamila podcast. <laughs> Welcome. How are you? I hope you are doing well. I need to stop saying that because that's how I start all of my emails for my job. So I'm going to say I hope you're doing fantastic. Me? Uh... <laughs> Let's just say the rose colored glasses have come off with the new job I was so excited about. And I am very grateful for it. And it's still like 3000 times better than Lowe's but you know, I'm in it now. The stress is is here. It's present. The frustration is never ending. It feels like the loneliness is at its prime. Like we're here. I'm learning how to deal with these emotions. I think one of the better ways to deal with it is by making friends. So, you know, it's all in due time that everything will work out the way that it should. But it's fine. That's just the time I'm doing in the moment. I've cried several times just out of pure frustration and loneliness. Um, But it's just—I mean, it—it it is what it is, you know. I can't. I just—you know—it's it, a part of transitioning and starting over and. I saw a quote today on Pinterest that said something like, when you like move to a, a new place is not a new start, but a new mindset, and that's very true because I'm still in that same mindset and I have to change it and alter it and just, you know, we're growing, we're developing, we're learning, But that's how I'm doing. I hope you're doing fantastic. I hope you're happy here in America, on the side of the world. Spring is vastly approaching. I walked outside one day and my car was covered in pollen and so were the streets. And I was like, what is this? What? But it's crazy too, because in other parts of the United States, there's just like insane amounts of snow. So as per usual, with the climate crisis, we are all over the board. In less than 3 minutes I've talked about two things that are very sad. So let's let's lift our spirits a little bit. Let's get into some black and beautiful news. Hey, I already got the world on me. Give a pretty brown girl her space. You can keep your I'm gonna make a better way. Hey, hey, hey. hey nigga catch a break. So this one's kind of like, I, I had to get creative, let's say the least. It's it's very much a fashion edition. I just haven't been on my phone that much because Tennessee ha- did some laws recently that are just absolutely like out of this world. Like, mind blown. So, and then there's also the stress of not knowing what's going to happen with the Supreme Court and student loan forgiveness. Like, it's just been a stressful time. So I've tried to not stay on my phone. So I got a little creative But hopefully you can respect my creativity and still find some beauty in it. So again, fashion edition. Our queen, our love Zendaya is back to killing the red carpet and killing every look with her short hair. She also even used like her Instagram stories like with more than one post and that rarely happens and I was hyped. I was so excited. Every look that she's worn over the past several award shows, there's one award show, I can't remember which one, where she wore two different outfits. There was like the white fit from, I think, the late, 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 late 20th century, 1980s, 1990s. I don't remember specifically. That was absolutely gorgeous on her. Fit Her physique beautifully looked amazing with the short hair. There was also what I call the she-go outfit that I thought was just killer. I mean, she is back to slaying red carpets and we must sit and bask in her glory absolutely beautiful speaking of slaying red carpets i have recently done a deep dive because that's what i do when i look up celebrities on accident it just i just dive i dive deep and i don't know there's just it's hard for me to come back cheryl lee ralph has also been killing the red carpet game all of her looks have been so extravagant and classy and like if i was in my 50s i would wear that didn't realize she was in her 60s i thought she was in her 50s because you know black don't crack but if i was her age i would be wearing it because it looks so good it it just it frank what she's been wearing frames her beautifully and also showcases her personality right so oh by the way if you don't know who shirley ralph is she is barbara from abert elementary she's also the mom from oesha like she's been in the game for a long time again she's 66 but anyway Going back to my internet deep dive, I found out that her daughter, Ivy Victoria Maurice, has been the one styling her, and sis has styled herself. Even in the behind the scenes videos of her styling her mom, Ivy looks good. So I just wanted to, it's, it's beautiful. A mother-daughter team that is killing the game. She styled her for the Super Bowl as well. I was like, all right, go ahead. Like her daughter is killing it. Her daughter is next in fashion. I can't wait to see her blow up. I really think that she has the potential, if she's not already there, to be on like luxury laws level. And like that this is the guy who styles Zendaya. So I can't wait to see her get to that point and to hear about it. Maybe even have like a fashion show. Like I don't know what her plans are, but the way she is perfectly depicting Cheryl Lee Ralph in every outfit that Cheryl Lee Ralph has won to uh, worn. I'm sorry, not one, worn to these big events is just it's amazing. It's fantastic. She just depicts her beautifully. And I don't know if it's that mother daughter relationship. I'd love to see her style other people. But she is beautiful. Everyone, all of them, everyone that I mentioned is beautiful inside and out. Their beauty has definitely been expressed with what they've worn to rock the red carpets. On to the rest of our episode. The drink of the episode is grape juice. I wanted something else, but I have now committed, y'all, I've committed to going to a bar tomorrow night. It is March 3rd when I'm recording this, so March 4th, I'll be going to a bar. I don't know how it's gonna go. I know like a bartender who works there, I was invited and I'm like, you know, new place. Let's like, why not do something? And if something happens or there's someone sketchy, like I know someone there who is ready to throw down and fight and protect me. So it's gonna be a very interesting experience. I'm very nervous, very excited. I I I'm like just, I already feel just like weird because as we know, I don't have like the best relationship with my natural hair, but I'm not getting my hair done until after this episode is released and I'm just going to be there with my Afro and I'm scared that I'm just going to like look more masculine, even though I have a very feminine face, but I'm just, I'm very, very nervous and I don't know. I just, I hope it goes well. Never been to like a bar by myself. I had that weird nine hour date that I often reference where we did end up going to a bar, but we didn't get in because I wasn't 21 at the time. So it's just going to be a very crazy experience. Um, it's probably not even going to be that crazy. Like I think I'm just making it crazy, but I'm excited. I'm I'm giving myself an hour to be there. It's 30 minutes away from where I live. You know, gas is already crazy. I already got to get gas. So we're not going like hard or anything, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm really excited and I'm nervous. Yeah, all that to say that I'm drinking grape juice. (laughs) Now, on to today's show. We all, well, maybe not all of us, but I previously recorded an episode about periods, menstruation, detailing. I know I detailed my period and everything that I have to go through, and I consistently joke about having my uterus removed. Like, it's a consistent joke, which if I do have endometriosis and it does get to that point, then you know it is what it is. And uh I will I complain? Probably not. But if, you know, I don't have it removed, then we're fighting. We're working through it. My period and I are just, we we do our best. Let's say this is a love-hate relationship to the max. My periods are brutal, again, as I detail. And that's the only reason I'd have them removed. I, I love, overall, I love having a uterus but like this previous one about took me out (laughs) like the whole weekend and I was very grateful that it started on a Friday so I could do this and not have to suffer through work more than I already do but I like became best friends with my bed like it was not I was not we were not doing it we were not having a good time I was just like, I don't want to move. Anytime I got up, I was like, the world was spinning. I took medication and normally the medicine works. Not going to lie to you. I have been, I still have like the strong pain meds that aren't like crazy drugs from my wisdom teeth. So I take that to help deal with the pain of like my period, like the cramps. I don't even cramp that bad. It's just like a sharp stinging all of my back and spine. Like it's crazy. So I take that now since um i got my wisdom teeth removed to help but like that wasn't helping like this past one was trying to show up and show out and definitely did that because moving was not an option but the good thing the good news is that i am right on track to go to the doctor sometime at the end of the month hopefully you know insurance in america it's just such a fun time i can't stand it here anyway (laughs) At the end of the day, though, despite all the jokes about not having a uterus and the brutality of my periods, I would rather have a uterus than a penis because I love being a woman. I love it so much. Yes, this episode is sponsored by Women's History Month. (laughs) And actually, March 8th is International Women's Day, so... I wanted to talk about and celebrate being a woman and, you know, just dive into it. I don't know what's going to come out of my mouth. That's always the fun in recording this podcast is what shit will Jamila say this time? (laughs) What's going to just flow out of her mouth that doesn't make any sense? What word is she going to incorrectly use? Who will she accidentally offend? I love playing this game. It is one of my favorite games. And I'm also very, very tired right now. So I'm kind of delusional. So this is just going to make for a very fun time. If we're not here for a long time, we're at least here for a fun time. I don't know. I recently listened to an episode of Meghan Markle's podcast, Archetypes. Great, just like very quick side note, hard plug. I did talk about this previously in a Rex and Regrets segment, but if you haven't listened to it, Fantastic podcast it is female focused and it obliterates the the names, prejudices, and stereotypes associated with women. She interviews all sorts of different people from n j Rodriguez to Constance Wu. We had Paris Hilton on one it's just a fantastic podcast. Serena Williams, I think was like her first episode absolutely amazing. I ten out of ten recommend because you can even hear in the episode, like, Megan's learning. So not only am I learning, but she's learning. And it's just, I because there's a couple episodes, I don't remember what was said, but she was like, oh, like, I, I'm sorry. Like, she said, I'm sorry, and then would, like, rephrase or simply say she didn't know, which I think is very honest. And anyway, very cool podcast. But I was recently listening to an episode where she interviewed Jamila Jamil, and I'm not just talking about this because it's Jamila Jamil and we have the same name. Although I absolutely love that. And I started watching The Good Place. Love, love, love her. Gorgeous, gorgeous. I She was in um, She-Hulk, but she was like the bad guy in She-Hulk. And I think there's another show. I think it's like, um, it's the Pitch Perfect spinoff. The show that I was referring to, I think it's called like Bumper in Berlin. And I want to say Jamila Jamil is on that too, but also as the bad guy. So I don't really know what's up with Hollywood casting her as the bad guy with like absolutely insane makeup. But anyway, going back, I have started watching The Good Place and I do absolutely like her in it. And I'm not just talking about this interview because it is Miss Jamila Jamil she okay i'm not i'm not going to quote her word for word i will link the episode i'm talking about though because when i tell you she went off to the point where they had to bleep out words that she was saying she went off and it was in such a powerful 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 way one of my favorite episodes not only of archetypes but a gist of podcasts that i've listened to over the past couple years one of my favorite episodes like ever just i i love i don't even i'm sorry I don't even know the other person that Megan interviewed in the episode because she, she tends to talk to more than one person. But I remember what Jamila Jamil said and just it freaking powerful. Anyway, so in that episode, Jamila made a very good point about people disrespecting Earth and not caring about the climate crisis because we all call her Mother Earth. This is very much so related some way, somehow to being a woman. Actually, you'll understand how in a second. So she talks about people not caring about the climate crisis and global warming because we call her Mother Earth. But then she goes on to say, imagine how different it would be if we called it Father Earth. People would treat it with respect. Men would give a shit. And I sat there and I was like, she's so right. Things that we give male pronouns to or a male identity to tend to get more respect than the things that we give a female identity to, like Mother Earth. I can only imagine how guys reacted when they heard God is a Woman by Ariana Grande, you know? (laughs) Hearing that, I was just like, oh my goodness, crazy. It, It blew my mind because why? Why is there so much disrespect Associated with anything that is given the identity of a woman or just women, period. The end, I just really wanted to mention that because it just goes to show like women are so fucking amazing and yet get so much disrespect, and it's just very much so mind blowing. And like I said, Jamila goes off during that entire episode. That was just one point that really stuck out to me. And I know we're far away from Earth Day, but it's was like 80 degrees in February where I am. And it doesn't make sense. So Earth Day really should be every day. You can't just post reduce, reuse, recycle one day out of the whole year and expect that everyone believes that you care about the earth. Like that's just not the case at all. So I just, I really wanted to talk about it and like bring that up. And again, it is a very good episode. I will even put timestamps so you don't have to listen to the beginning or the end. You can just listen to Jamila's part because it is fantastic. And she makes so many good points about the way women are treated. And this is the activism episode. So it's like people who, women who are activists are still being, put in a box and it's just crazy because why we're trying to make life better for everyone else and you're still going to put us in a box that makes no fucking sense i'm waiting for the moment society realizes it literally wouldn't operate without women like at all and honestly the same goes for black people and hispanic people but we're going to focus on women right now I mean, yeah, most of these like stupid politicians wouldn't know how to survive without either the woman that they married or women, considering who freaking knows at this point, or their maids who have uteruses or their nannies who are taking care of their children that came from multiple previous wives or like their mothers, like they wouldn't survive. And it really, truly, truly, truly frustrates me. And I kind of went off about this when I talked about Roe v. Wade being overturned, but it really frustrates me when women are rooting for the people who are against women. Are you okay? I can't say blink twice if you need help because obviously you fucking do. But like, really? Are you, are you serious right now? You like, what do you want to be a man? Because like, I don't understand. And this actually saying that out loud, I'm about to trigger something in me and I, I need to do it, but I'm not happy about it. This thinking of that, I was thinking, I was thinking to myself, like, maybe they're doing it to just gain power, but it's like they're gaining power in the wrong way. Like you're seen more powerful if you stand up for the people, like as a woman, I wouldn't just be against women having the right to do what they want with their body, I feel like that doesn't make me look powerful. That makes me look fucking stupid. But some people are so desperate to be in the one percent or to be seen as like these icons that they'll go with men. And I, I bring this up. I say this is triggering because. <laughs> Recently, oh my goodness, story time, I was at my second job at the grocery store, and I've talked to people about this before, and it because it like pissed me off. It was embarrassing more than anything. But this black guy comes through my line and he's buying orange shoes. His total comes up to 611. And I, you know, tell him his total. And then he's like, Oh my goodness, that's my birthday. And I was like, Oh my goodness, mine is six days after that. And then he's like, Chibinai gang-ga-ga-yeah. And then there's like a lady behind me at a different line who's like, Oh my goodness, me too loved her she was like just so random but then this guy I'm like you know like and then he starts talking about how Geminis are fabulous and and I'm like oh yeah like we're okay like I'm just trying to get do my job and keep going and then he's like what do you mean we're okay and then he starts listing off all these celebrities and he says Kanye West and I was like well I don't really claim Kanye West but it's it's whatever dude goes off like, says the N-word goes off. This black man goes off and says the N-word in defense of Kanye West. And it's so bad because all he bought was fucking orange juice. So I was done, like... You know, putting him through my line, getting him through my line, he stands at the end of my register to continue yelling at me in support of Kanye West continues his yell rant situation as he's walking out the door, and it was incredibly embarrassing, but he's talked about in his little rant, he talked about how Kanye West is saying everything that he says and make and doing all these things that he's doing, like with the whole white Lives Matter shirt shit. He said that he's doing all this to get to the 1% so that way he can show black people that it's like possible to get to the 1% and like to bring us up with him. No, he's fucking not. And if there's a much better way to do that, Rihanna, <laughs> Oprah. Like there is a better way to get to the 1% without being an idiot to say the least. And I I just... I think that some women do the same thing. Like, what's the... I don't even know her name. Or at least I try not to until she shows up on my newsfeed. But the black lady who wore the White Lives Matter shirt with Kanye. Are you fucking kidding me? You're black and a woman and you're supporting this bullshit? For what? Literally, for what? You're being oppressed. And this doesn't make you look amazing. And it doesn't... Yeah, it puts you in with the white guys. But you are losing a entire you're losing support from a majority of your race, a majority of black people and you're losing support from a majority of your gender of women because you want to fit in with white men because what you want money, you want power. You're powerful as a woman when you stand up for other women, when you stand up for your rights. When you prove to men that you are stronger than them, And it's not by joining them on their random tirade bullshit. That's, no. I'm waiting for the moment that society realizes that it wouldn't operate without women. I'm waiting on the moment too. I'm waiting for women who are against women to realize you're fucking up. (laughs) You're just, you're you're ruining this for everybody (laughs) type of vibe. You think you're helping and you're not. You are you don't look powerful, you look weak, you look powerful to a small number of people. It's not as many people as you think, even men, maybe you're doing it to be on the same playing field as men, but men are still going to look at you as weak. There's the pay gap Can't, do we need did we forget about that women and this is this is one thing that I love about being a woman. I don't know you know my fertility levels or anything like that. I will hopefully know at the end of the month, but despite that, and despite my uterus giving me help every month, women hold the special power of being able to bring life into this world if they choose, and I think that is fucking amazing. Like, what? A man does his work, gets his little sweat on for five minutes, and women do the work, and... Break their backs, swell up, risk their health for nine months. Men, five minutes. Women, nine months. We are so strong and I love it. <laughs> At least in America, to survive in the society where there are some women who are completely against women, where there are men making decisions about women's bodies and they have no fucking right, where there is a giant pay gap, where there is a, a gap in treatment, where there is, you know, a giant ass dress code in public schools that's centered towards females and it literally says for boys, don't sag. Like, in this society, women are so strong. Peop- like, we as women are being put down consistently and oppressed in a 21st century kind of way and not really because some of the problems that we're experiencing now have always been a problem and it's a consistent fight there's been laws passed for women's rights but at the same time not really because there's so many more laws that need to be passed and I think to wake up every day to choose to persevere to choose to fight and you're fighting by you consistently living. I remember my, and I, I don't know if I've talked about this, but I might have, but my final project for my like university for school was centered towards black women and the high suicide rates of black women, uh, in a city in Pennsylvania, because there's so much on their plate and they're not being supported by society. And, the government and everything in between. And then there's also, as a a black person, as a black woman especially, you have a higher rate of infant mortality and it's hard to cope when you lose your child it's hard to cope when you're more likely to have miscarriages, when you're more likely to carry down all sorts of different traits and genes for diseases that could be deadly that maybe you don't have the effects of it, but your child will. Like it's so hard. And on top of that, you have to show up and go to work and you have to work your ass off just to provide for the child and to pay your bills. And it's insane. So to wake up, and to choose to continue that fight, to continue to be strong, and to continue to put on a brave face, I think is so amazing. And it is one, one, one reason why I love being a woman. I love the strength of women. We're so, it, it just, it's just, it's beautiful how strong we are. And I'm 23 and I think in ways I'm stronger than a man, but I can't wait until I become a mother and a wife because I'll have to be even stronger then and I'm just gonna keep gaining strength. We juggle so many things and are in charge of so many people that honestly, it's it's easy to forget about ourselves. Very easy to forget about ourselves. I do it now. And I'm by myself, I'm like, "How am I by myself, and I'm forgetting about myself? How am I not taking care of myself? And I'm literally in a room by myself. I am within seven hundred square feet by myself. I drive my car by myself, I sit at a desk almost by myself. I stand at a register for by myself, sometimes sort of a little bit, like how am I taking care of everyone else? And I'm pretty much by myself, but then. When we choose to put ourselves first and we showcase that to the world, when we showcase to the world that it's okay, people treat it like it's a crime. Example, Tia Mori. A lot of people I recently talked to don't really know like what's up with her besides the fact that she got a divorce. I love Tia. I stand by Tia. I try to not have a favorite between Tia and Tamara, but if I had one... I'm sure you can guess who it is. (laughs) And Tia has like changed and evolved into a very beautiful woman. And I read some of the comments on like her reels and her posts and stuff when she does like her outfits. And people are saying that she's just like, ever since her divorce, she's become like raunchy or she's become like inappropriate. Like, what about your kids? Like, this isn't self love, this is slutty. And I'm like, shut up because again, I'm nowhere near involved in their marriage. I couldn't tell you anything about it. I I know absolutely nothing, but I know she's glowing. She's showing everyone what it's like to put yourself first. And because she's doing that and because she's showing that it's okay, people are giving her a hard time and it makes no sense. So it's like you want to put women in a box and have them doing all these things and their sacrifices I mean, there, there are sacrifices, but then their happiness is one of the sacrifices. They don't want to be here and they're just down all the fucking time. But then you have people, you have women who are like, okay, I can do it all and still be happy and then you still wanna put them down and still put them in a box because they are being happy and they're showcasing that it is okay to be happy, it's okay to take care of yourself, it's okay to meditate and take that bubble bath and start that hair care line, <laughs> like it's okay. And so it's very frustrating that we have all these things but it's like at the end of the day, whether you choose to take care of yourself or not, as a woman, it's a bad thing. And I know, you know, maybe deciding to post it on the internet like isn't the best way to go about it but like we have a right to it's one of the few rights that we have as women (laughs) so if she wants to do that she should do that and i think at the end of the day we need to support her we need to support her and same goes for every other woman who wants to simply show her femininity show her sexuality feel sexy feel confident feel happy show the love that she's giving herself Because I'm sure as a mom, and I mean, now she's divorced, but just like in general, as a wife or a significant other, it's hard. It is hard to have that time. It's hard to feel those emotions that come with taking care of yourself and showing yourself like, hey, I am your best friend. I am who you have. Women all over the world are continuously fighting for their rights. Look at what's happened in Iran. Just take a moment and think about that. We are continuously fighting for our rights and fighting for equity. And why are we always fighting? Because men are fucking scared. They get in these positions of power and they do everything they can to suppress the already oppressed. They are trying everything that they can to stay in power, to overpower women and minorities. No matter what country you're in, whoever the minority is, the majority, especially with a penis, are trying to keep the oppressed suppressed. And it's very annoying. It's very frustrating but we have to keep fighting. And I think the beautiful thing is that women do keep fighting. Yes, I really only hear about women's marches in the month of March, but I'm sure that they happen all over the world at different times, of course. Men are scared to give up their power. They are scared to give women power. They're scared to give us a voice, a platform. They are, and I don't really understand why. Because at the end of the day, we're just gonna make the world a better place. Again, men wouldn't survive without women and maybe yeah i yeah men wouldn't survive without women like at all and it goes back to like i said this in my abortion episode that like men wouldn't be here without women like you came from a vagina you were literally pushed out of someone else's uterus might have been dropped on your head at some point but you were pushed out of a vajayjay I don't understand why you are trying to put some control on that. Imagine trying to control your mom's body. Because at the end of the day, that's what you're doing. Especially as a man born into this world. Like, you would not exist if a woman hadn't pushed you out. Or maybe you were cut out. Don't really know the situation, obviously. But you know what I'm saying. I just, I don't, I just, I wonder... Like, have men ever stopped to think about the good that genuinely comes from letting a woman have a say and and honoring and respecting it? Like, you can give women a voice, but will you honor what she says? Will you respect what she says? Will you do everything in your power to bring to fruition what she says will make the world a better place? I don't want to say women are always right. Because I don't think anyone is ever right all the freaking time. No one is ever right all of the freaking time. But given history, I think women, especially nowadays, know what they're talking about and have good ideas and could genuinely make the world a better place. It's not enough to hear a woman. It's enough to act on it. And that's, of course, just with changing society, but even in relationships especially marriages. I love seeing like TikToks about a girlfriend like saying something just in passing and then her boyfriend just like honoring it and surprising her. It's beautiful. So it's not, it's not enough. I mean, it's, you know, a good start would be giving women a voice, but then going beyond that and listening and honoring what she says That is also very, very powerful. Honestly, that makes you powerful if you listen because you're very ignorant and stupid if you don't. To end the main portion of this episode, I just want to repeat that men would not survive in a world without women. And to everyone with a vagina or to everyone who identifies as a woman, thank you. Thank you for existing. Especially if you fight, if you fight for continued equity and strength. I see you. I'm happy that we exist at the same time. So I have you to look up to. So that way, my daughters have you to look up to, my nieces, my goddaughters, my sisters, my cousins, like we we have you to look up to. And I'm excited to see how my generation and the generation after me are going to completely alter the way that this society runs, the way that they're going to change the world. And I am just very grateful to be alive during a time where the fighting isn't done. And people are passionate, especially women. We're passionate. We're ready. We're tired of the ignorance. You are loved. And I know it's hard. I know that it can become very discouraging because you do always have so much going on, especially as you just get older and take on the responsibilities of a mom or a significant other or a wife or a dog sitter or a cat sitter or whatever. You're just always adding more to your plate. And you're eating as much as you can every single day. But sometimes you get full and you just want to lay down. But I am so grateful that you don't lay down. That you go for a walk and you keep going. You keep freaking going. That was a weird analogy, but I hope you understood what it meant. I am just happy that we exist at the same time. And I hope that you do not stop fighting. And if you haven't started fighting, even in the simplest way is using your social media platforms to talk about and share messages of strength and unity because right now the key to fighting and to being heard is unity. We have to support each other. We cannot tear each other down. I can't remember who it is, but there is some influencer who has a platform that's all about girls supporting girls and it is very freaking important. And with that being said, I love having... A uterus. <laughs> now, because I'm never good at doing a nice little segue, let's get into some rocks and Regrets. So I know this episode is all about women, but my first recommendation is a man. I know. It's an album. Y'all know. If you know me, you know I love Macklemore. And guess who came out with an album? Today, March 3rd, 2023. Macklemore. Oh. It's called Ben. And I have I've listen- <laughs> listened to it twice on a loop today while I was working. I mean, wow, the uh, wow, the beginning is very like poppy 80s leap of future nostalgia type energy, type sound, type vibe, <laughs> I mean, just a pipe like three different times, but you know what I mean? And then I don't really know how to describe the middle. And then I love the end. Like the last three or four songs have made it to my March playlist. Like I will be listening to them on repeat for the entire month of March. I already wore down champ. Featuring Tones and I, because, and that's like the first song on the album. I've also already worn down Maniac featuring Windsor. I love Windsor. He was featured on his song Next Year, which is a song that I will continuously play on December 31st, because next year is going to be better than this year. Next year, da da, 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 Anyway, I really liked it, and I, it was personal. This album really honestly focuses on his relapse. And, I mean, recovering. So, it was very, very powerful. I was kind of hoping to have a stronger, like, like a white privilege part three. Because he does have a white privilege, like, song. And then he has, like, a white privilege, like, part two song. So, I was kind of hoping for, like, another song like that. That really tackled all the social justice issues. But I am still happy with... There are some songs that very much to tackle everything happening. But uh, it's very... Much so focused on him relapsing and just coming back from it and being there for his daughters. And I find that, you know, he wants to be there for the women in his life. He wants to raise great women. And he says that in his song. He even talks about his daughter's privilege in one of the songs. And I think that's just beautiful. He's already recognizing the privilege that they're going to have because they're white. But he wants them to be better than the stereotype. And I don't know. Just fantastic. So, is it my favorite Macklemore album? No, I definitely had to listen to it the second time to really enjoy it and appreciate it and listen to it because the first time it was just very heavy and it was like three different sounds in one and I didn't know what was going on. But after listening to it the second time, I'm like, wait a minute. This is actually pretty good and it's pretty powerful. Next up, speaking of white privilege, (laughs) it's a TV show called The White Lotus. I wanted to watch this and then I took it off my list and then everyone at work was watching it and so I was like okay now I gotta catch up so I watched it and mm, not my cup of tea just not my cup of tea it was just a lot and it got to the point where it's just background noise while I got ready in the mornings like it's just wasn't my favorite thing that I watched um I can't really say if I recommend it I regret watching it to be honest like I just didn't enjoy it at all every episode is like over an hour I mean there are six episodes in the first season and seven in the second season I do definitely think the second season is the better season and I'm for sure happy that Jennifer Coolidge is receiving all the accolades that she is because she is like it's been time those are past due. they're just catching up on their rent with those to be honest but the actual show is just not it's not my vibe so uh actually funnily enough Speaking of Jennifer Coolidge, the next thing that I have to recommend or to talk about is a movie called We Have a Ghost. And I don't know if it is the White Lotus that has like all of a sudden brought Jennifer Coolidge back to everyone's radar, but she's in this movie for a small part. And then there's another movie I watched recently called Shotgun Wedding. That's not the best, actually, but Jennifer Coolidge is in that movie as well. So I I don't know. She's just everywhere now. But Back to We Have a Ghost. I actually really liked it. It was appropriately two hours long. I think the guy's name is David Harbour. I could be wrong on that, but he's from Stranger Things, I believe. But the person who plays the ghost does such a good job because I think he only said like three things. Like He has hardly any speaking lines. It's all in the way he acts and his facial expressions. And I mean, amazing, amazing acting. The kid whose name I definitely don't know. But the guy who, like, communicates with the ghost, discovers the ghost and everything, just fantastic. Anthony Mackie was kind of, he wasn't the bad guy per se, but he wasn't, like, the most loving and supportive father in the beginning. It was just, there was, like, it went a whole different direction than I anticipated. I was shook. Then they had, like, Tig Notaro on there. I don't even think I'm saying her name right. Like, the government was involved. Like, it was like a whole, the trailer makes it seem like it's one thing. But it was like something else with a couple of twists. I was confused and shook, (laughs) to say the least. But I really enjoyed it. It's a very good family movie. And I would feel comfortable showing this to my seven-year-old kid. Like, I would actually feel very comfortable with it. Lastly, I have a podcast by someone that I have previously talked about in a wrecks and regrets segment. It is Delusional Diaries with Bria Jones. I've listened to episodes that have, like, appealing titles to me. Like, there's one that I really liked called To Post Bay or To Not Post Bay. That's been pretty good. And then I'm almost done with... And her episodes are nowhere near as long as mine are. I would apologize for that, but I just talk a lot, so I'm not going to apologize for it. But she has um, an episode called, like, From Six Jobs to Six Figures and just kind of talks about her journey. She talks about her libido in one episode. So... I think it literally is called How I Lost and Found My Libido or something like that. So very honest, very straightforward topics. Um, And yeah, she just in and out like with it. Like there's one episode. I don't remember what it is. I think it might be the Lucky Girl Syndrome episode. It's only like 19 minutes. So she's just very, very quick with it, not long at all. And it's just nice. I mean, she says what people are thinking. And now I can no longer hear Dusty Musty Crestier without thinking about her. So she definitely has like a brand going. And she got me on the Olipop game. I will say she has, she is the reason that I am like set on trying all the Ollipop flavors right now. I've only had Tropical Punch and the Classic Grape. I definitely like the Tropical Punch more than the Classic Grape. I have Strawberry Vanilla sitting in my fridge, but I'm waiting on, like, a time to, like, drink it. But, yeah, like, Olipop really does need to sponsor Bria Jones. A lot of people are saying it, but she's gotten a lot of people on that wave. So, I think that they need to give her her credit because her credit is definitely due. And... Yeah, that is that is it. That is this episode. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. Thank you for respecting and listening and loving the women in your lives. And if you're a woman, thank you for simply existing. I appreciate it, especially if you're a woman who doesn't want to take the rights away from other women. Like go off, what a queen. You are fantastic. Yeah, I will be in your ear in a couple of weeks with a new episode of Simply Jamila Podcast. And yeah, I will be in your ear in a couple of weeks with another episode of Simply Media. why Why could I not say it? <laughs> with another episode of the Simply Jamila Podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah, bye! Don't let your head get in the way Can't be defined by your mistake